0: So as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, we're at the uh, second week in October, as we look at Respect Life. And if you remember last week, I spent a little bit of time uh, talking about the Synod, which is going on in Rome uh, for the Universal Catholic Church. Just out of curiosity, how many of you prayed for the Synod or thought about it this week? Not bad, but could be a heck of a lot better. This is historic. Those cardinals and bishops and lay people and over 50 women, I might add, for the first time in the history of the church, need your prayers. So please do so. I think that as we take a look at... uh, at life issues, and I, as I mentioned last week, uh, I talked about the late Cardinal Joseph Bernadine's consistent ethic of life, I think the Catholics have a, a unique contribution that we can give to this, and one of the things I'd like to have us just reflect on a little bit is something that you already know. We live in an increasingly violent culture. Uh, it becomes the response to anything that we don't like, we don't agree with, uh, that gets in our way, that's inconvenient. We, it's, it's our flashpoint. We just get instantly mad. And it's that response. Uh, that I think is really consistent through all life issues. And so whether you're talking about abortion or school shootings or the January 6th insurrection or road rage or, or murder or domestic abuse, it's all the same thing in terms of the fact that it's our immediate response to what we don't like. Confrontation. It's our reaction. And if you look at that and compare it with the gospel, And today, Matthew's uh, parable that we have, that Jesus gives us, um, it was the immediate response of people who were jealous and greedy. Well, hell, we'll just kill the guy. And when his son comes, we'll get him too, and then we get everything that we want. It's kind of a human reaction that we have to really work against in our lives. So what do you do? Well, it seems to me that respect like charity begins at home. It it starts in here, huh? And so we say at Mass, in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Yes, you're right. In my thoughts and in my words and what I do and what I fail to do. And so it's taking a look at those little seeds because we have violence in our hearts and in our minds. We say, well, gee, Father, I haven't murdered anybody yet this week. Well, no, maybe not physically, but we do it in other ways. And I think it begins with the violence we do to ourselves. A good friend of mine uh, called me Friday morning to say that her grandson had taken his own life. It was the fourth one in their family. Now what happens that we have young people who are growing up with so much hopelessness that the only thing they think they can do is to do violence to themselves. In fact, a couple statistics that I looked up uh, yesterday afternoon was um, suicide is the second highest uh, cause of death for children 12 to 14 years of age. And it's the third highest cause from 15 to 21. Violence in us. How's it happen? Well, it's in our language and our thoughts. It's in the websites and the the networks that we watch. It's the kind of music that we listen to. It's just just kind of in our, embedded in us. And we have to really fight against it. We have to really have a different approach, huh? It's the context out of which all kinds of irrational behavior happens. And it kind of comes out sideways. I remember, At one of my assignments, uh, there was a woman religious on staff, and we just finished a a staff meeting. And she came in after the meeting and sat down. She said, Father, what are you really mad about? And, of course, I wanted to smack her. That was my first response. But what she was telling me was that my anger about whatever was happening at that point in time was really coming out sideways. It was a great check for me to think about. And it's completely out of the context of the gospel. It just doesn't fit. Do you remember when Jesus was arrested and somebody pulled out a sword and cut off Malchus, the, the uh, high priest's servant's ear? What did Jesus say? Take the other one off while you're at it. No, he said, put away your sword. Those who live by the sword die by the sword. See, we have to eradicate that. But we do violence to people in our relationships. We do it verbally. And whether it's oppression or prejudice that happens in our relationships with other people, or if it's cutting programs that make people's lives bearable, we do violence to people in a lot of different ways. A lot of different ways. And the thing that's really tough about it is that after all that God has done for us, like the guy tending the vineyard, All we give back to God is wild grapes, wild grapes. Look out for number one, it's kind of a motto in our country, me, mine, ours, me, mine, and ours. And the thing that I try to remind myself of, and I'm sure you've heard it yourselves, is we will never look into the eyes of someone that God doesn't love, period no matter what they've done, no matter who they come from, no matter what their status is, we will never look into the eyes of somebody that God does not love. And so we need to check ourselves about the kinds of violence that we do to others. Now, next week, as I mentioned, we'll explore as we look more about abortion next week, but it's much easier to confine our focus on a little baby and forget everything else because Focusing on a little baby doesn't cost us anything. Doesn't make us change our mind, doesn't make us check ourselves, doesn't make us do anything at all. We can just say, isn't that too bad? And so, I I go back to this point, it, it begins at home. So I can't have peace in my heart if I don't have peace in my home. And I probably will not have peace in my home if my neighborhood is all kinds of a dangerous place. And I probably won't have a home or a town that's very safe if my country is divided and angry all the time. It's all on a continuum. And you and I can take care of our part. We can do our part. Usually, Christians make it an either-or thing, and it would be great if it was that easy all the time, but it's not, because violence occurs on all levels, on all levels. And it begins really, I think, with a lack of respect for who and what God has created us to be. There isn't a person that's alive that God hasn't given gifts and talents to. And we have to take a look at how am I protecting those and reverencing those. But when we can't love and respect ourselves, and you know, after being in education for 27 years, and and being around some of the best and the brightest of our young people nowadays, they have the worst opinion of themselves. It's amazing. It's amazing. They don't think very much of themselves at all, and so it's no wonder if they don't love and respect themselves, that they're not going to love or respect anybody else either. So if I do violence to myself, then nothing is safe. Not unborn babies, not babies of the wrong color, not children who don't have enough to eat, or education, or health care, not people who are the wrong religion or the wrong orientation. Nobody's safe if we don't start with respecting ourselves. And so we look at all of that the violence we do even to people with whom we disagree, and we choose violence in our thoughts and in our words, sometimes in what we do. We have to remind ourselves that that's what they did to Jesus, and you and I are followers of Him, and yet we do the same damn thing. We judge and divide, withdraw, and want things my way. That's what happened to him. What about us? We continue the cycle. It's not a fun thing for us to look at in our own lives. Our flying off the handle sometimes, the language that we use, our immediate response to things sometimes but it's something that we really need to ask the Lord to help us to explore. And I really uh, which ask us to kind of pledge to God today to respect all life by really working to remove the seeds of violence in our own hearts and in our own minds. That's where it starts. We can't be pointing fingers at all the travesties that happen in other places uh, if we do that. I talked to an employer the other day who said he had an employee come in who's pretty pious and pretty religious, and, and uh, he's going off and he's talking to his employer, and then he starts talking about other people, and he's using terrible language and dressing them down. He said, hey, you're really not following what you say you believe. And I said to him, good for you. I'm glad you brought that up to him, because the guy didn't recognize it in himself. So, in a world that so desperately needs us, in a world that so desperately needs peace, in a world that so desperately needs a compassionate ear, and, uh, and just somebody to say, God, I'm sorry you're going through that, let's look at those seeds in ourselves, root them out, and replace them with something a lot more godly.